I understand the blues. I understand why they call them the blues. Because problems can make you have a blues. blues, blues, blues. Keep it real, y'all. Gotta keep it real, Hey everybody, welcome back to Mental States of America. This is your host, Brian Mack. And for those of you just joining us, uh, my last episode was about my personal experience. And it got pretty serious about the whole way through. I was just talking about my depression, my bipolar, what qualifies me to lead a podcast that has to do with mental health, which is what we're doing. Um, So I want to take time right now to introduce someone that's very dear to me, someone in my life that I've had around. Uh, She's a professional in mental health. Her name is Lynn Oliveria. Did I say that right? Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Um... So today, I kind of just want to talk about what I believe mm-hmm. are the four pillars of self-care, and I kind of Great. came up with that myself. Excellent. Um, was kind of just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So we have mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And I chose these four because I believe that these are four very important, in- important mm-hmm. and intimate parts of your life, not so much physical because it's not very intimate. I mean, um, it can be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I believe there are four things that you just really need to be able to not function at 100%, but have control of in your life yes. to be have that self-awareness and yes. self-care. So I guess I have a few questions for the professional in the room. <laughs> um, first off... Tell us a little bit about yourself, just for people who don't know who you are, which is many people. <laughs> I started my professional career um, leading groups on campus at Cal State Fullerton and went on to Child Protective Services in San Bernardino for seven years. And now I've been in private practice for 20 years. And um, I specialize in anxiety and depression and absolutely love what I do. So as a professional in the field, why is mental health or self-care, however you want to put it, um, why is it so important for us to have control over? Like, Why should we be... I feel like it's an obvious statement for us to be healthy. I mean, that's one answer. Uh, But I feel many people don't know the importance of mental health and how it can affect you like for instance i know that plenty of people try to get physically fit right Mm -hmm. and they want to feel good look good they want to be these macho men in the gym Mm -hmm. go to gold's gym body build you know and they end up killing themselves (laughs) you know that's so serious but um though you just think about all these people that are so tough right but i'm not saying i'm tough by any means i'm a really sensitive guy um and strong and strong yes you can be you can be one the same uh but why is self-care so important 
Self-care is important because it does regulate all the four pillars that you talked about and brings us to a level where we can obtain our goals and the dreams that we have. So we function at a much higher level when we're taking care of ourselves than we do when we're run down, tired, out of energy. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. I totally think that when you have all four, four pillars of self-care in the right place and you're thinking about yourself in a healthy way, um, I think it's it furthers your life in a great direction. Like, okay, so for the pillar of mental health, I think that this is the most underrated because people don't understand how powerful your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. You know, people go around, and I'm I've become victim to it, thinking negative things, and you know, like I've talked to you about it, how I've been really hard on myself mm-hmm. uh, about a lot of things. I think that's natural for a lot of people, but you don't really think about it until someone points it out or you are hard enough on yourself that yeah, you yeah, yeah. end up falling or hurting yourself or in one way or another, making your situation even worse by the negative thoughts. Exactly. I think there's a lot of energy in our brain and the thoughts that we go through our brain that we let go through our brain um, it can contribute to high energy to good energy or it can facilitate a state where we have low energy to no energy especially in an area like we live in in Orange County where it's really crowded and really busy and really expensive self-care requires time and it requires time that you focus what if on you yourself. don't have that time that's that's a devil's advocate mm-hmm. but it's true it's yeah. it's Some people, hard for a lot of people to find time mm-hmm. in certain areas i feel like people don't have the time to deal with their mental health you know or their physical health or emotional and they feel like they're pressured just to live the life that they're living and not worry about anyone else or themselves, and they just are work like dogs, or their schedules are so busy. Well, it requires putting a lot of focus on your happiness, and a lot of people think that that 100%. is selfish or self-centered. Um, I call it centering in yourself, which is really important to do. It's like driving a car. You need to be able to have the time to look out the window and look at the rearview mirror and look around you and see what's going on. And that's yeah. what self-care is to all the other goals we have in life. I think you made an excellent point when you pointed out that some people think it's selfish to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. When in fact, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. It's There's a difference between being selfish and just wanting the best for you. Right. You know, uh, I mean, that doesn't mean that some things aren't hard to do. Certain decisions like letting people go or moving away. Mm -hmm. People think you're selfish because you're thinking about your job. But sometimes it's what's important in your life and what you need to do. Um, Let's move on. So the next one's physical. Mm -hmm. I think this just goes hand in hand with a lot of things. This is one that I've definitely wanted to work on a lot more lately. I work out, I try to work out three times a week. Sometimes you get busy and it's more of a scheduling thing. Mm -hmm. And I could be making excuses, I don't know. (laughs) But like, I feel 
that I've have been given a lot of opportunity to work out, and I do when I can. Lately, this week I worked out once, um, but it's it, hard to take the time to take care of ourselves physically, and especially when we start adding pressures of uh, getting married, having a family. But it's even more important when we have other people watching us to see what we're doing, like our children, yeah. that we're role modeling for. So it's important when we can, when we're single, to be able to keep ourselves in a great, as great as possible, physical shape. Also, the thoughts that we have, the negative thoughts, you know, there is speculation that they can create disorder or dis-ease in our bodies. So it, do, it doesn't mean that every disease is caused by negative thoughts, but it certainly puts time in our brains to wonder what exactly negative thoughts do to our body and our mind and our so soul. So much. Mm-hmm. So much. Negative thoughts create stress, and stress on your body is never a good thing. We have enough of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have enough of it from the outside I world. We have. don't need yeah. it from the internal world. Yeah, my family is crazy. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I think families are. I love my family. <laughs> I love no. my family so much. We all have some craziness in our lives. We do. It's quite all right. Um, that's not to say I'm not crazy. Um, in a no, way. we're exactly that's what I'm talking about. We're <laughs> we're all way. crazy in our own way. Mm-hmm. Physically, I feel that it's hard to get by without having to think about it too also included in physical health in my opinion which is actually not really an opinion is diet absolutely because diet is the hardest thing in my life to regulate to regulate Uh yes (laughs) yes not that i eat like crazy but there's there's times where you eat a midnight snack and you're thinking should i be doing this or sometimes there's barely enough time to drive through to (laughs) get dinner yeah you know, it's it's difficult to come up with time to create healthy food all the time. Yeah. It takes pre-planning. I work currently at a Starbucks, and it is unreal, is actually the right word, unreal, mm-hmm. how much people put into their bodies with these drinks. Mm-hmm. Some people come in three or four times a day, and then they'll put... 16 pumps wow. of classic sweetener. I'm thinking, is that are you sharing this drink? Is this for your family? Uh, <laughs> like, that. are you sharing this with the five kids you have? Because yes. if you're not, then you need to. Because <laughs> like, yeah, but those five kids might be driving the need to uh, come yeah. in and get the drink. Yeah. I just, you know, I have a Starbucks right now. And it's, it's a treat. It's a chai <laughs> tea latte with a shot. It's a medium. So it's nothing too fancy, coconut milk, because we're bougie out here in Orange Uh County. (laughs) Um, We do love our coffee and our tea. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. I don't really get all the like super fancy fraps and whatnot, you know. I have to sometimes because of work, Uh but it's never a a daily occurrence. I do get it. Because the the sweets, I like, don't get me wrong, like sweets are good. I like Uh sweets. Who doesn't like a good chocolate or cake or pie so true. making everyone hungry right now <laughs> pie cake um yes. but you know there's a limit to what you put in your body right so 
my friends that are reincarnationalists, though, will tell you that people That's come back for their caffeine. That's their, interesting. I've heard about cigarettes that and everything else. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next one that I want to talk about is emotional. Now, in my opinion, emotional health is the most important health component. Component. Yes, correct. Thank you. Just because I think emotions are hard to handle. And coming from someone who personally has a mood disorder, I've had it under control for a very long time. But you still think about how it's an, I think they should rename it and call it the emotional disorder because you're just, Mm -hmm. your emotions are crazy. And I have seen emotion too that's on, on my end, that's pretty hard to explain Mm -hmm. you know you don't know why um people act a certain way i guess right i mean for me being bipolar i have had mood swings and it was never violent i just would get angry at nothing right and it can go (laughs) you know one type of depression all the way to a completely opposite type of depression yes both depression nonetheless it was more frustration yes. than, you know. Mm-hmm. And but they're there to let us know how we're doing in the environment, how we're actually feeling. Um, they're there to help us get that information and then regulate our words and our actions. Then um, it's uh, interesting how it can go out of control, how we oh, 100%. S- suddenly don't have that. You feedback see, system working. see it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Absolutely. On the freeways. Yeah. <laughs> You're reading my mind? <laughs> yes, I am. Are you reading my mind, Lynn? <laughs> um, yeah, no, 100%. I think that some people just can't help it. Right. You get in certain situations, you just lose control, you know? Yeah. And not, it doesn't have to be a major lose control, but, you know, someone cuts you off on the freeway and you're like, what the hell? And you're tired and what you're hungry you and, you know, you're already in a compromised state yeah. and then you see some other behaviors from someone else that just puts you over the That's edge. when you bring a snack mm-hmm. because you need a snack in your car. You need an emergency kit of snacks in your car. Yes. That's something I don't have <laughs> that I need. It's a good thing to get. Yes. It's just be labeled for my emotional health. <laughs> so you can... And physical health. Yes. Emotional health is definitely very important because it can be very unattractive. Just as, as in the whole sense of the mm-hmm. word unattractive. Yeah. When some people can't control their emotions. Right. You know, for instance, if someone, you know, forgets your order at a drive through me personally, I'm not going to get mad, you know? Like, I'll get mad. Uh-huh. Obviously, it's I think it's the level of mad. Uh-huh. Like, you're mad because they forgot your order, right? But some people will spit in these people's faces. And oh I don't understand gosh. that anger. I've never felt that anger like mm-hmm. that. It's different when you go through a bipolar mood swing, mm-hmm. which is what it is. And it's a different feeling. Than just spitting in someone's face because, oh, you forgot my order. Right. You know? Right. I'm trying to think the most common thing that would happen, probably at a restaurant. You know, mm-hmm. you hear it all the time, tipping bad because the server mm-hmm. did bad. I don't think that the many people are very irrational in certain situations and their anger reflects that. 
Yeah, so emotional health is important. I personally, my whole life, I think the emotion that I've always had was being an overthinker and being a worry wart, worrying. And it's, it's, it's just because when I was a kid, I was like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not as strong as it was back then. But I um, just have sometimes... Well, you've learned to put that in check and not let that put you in check. Yeah. So you've, you've taken control over that. And that's beneficial to do. Control your emotions. Don't let your emotions control you. Absolutely. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. You have to. Also, I've been told this in my life, that I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. I believe I know what that is. It's when you sense people's feelings and emotions. And sometimes when you're around them, it gets really, really heavy. And it's doubt. very sh- strong feelings going on. You can walk into a room and feel the person yeah. that's in the bad mood. Even though yeah, there's no, 10 people in there and you I've just walked in. definitely experienced that kind of situation before. You kind of walk into the room and you know, it's just feel this like heavy burden mm-hmm. almost. Oh, yeah. I've definitely felt that. Yeah. Um, it's been a part of my life. It makes you kind of overtly sensitive too. A little bit. Yeah, not, not a little bit. It makes, <laughs> makes you oversensitive in a world like this where everything's rushed and crazy at times so let's move on because emotional health is emotional and we're all getting emotional listening to this um so the last pillar i think is very important in people's lives is spiritual health and i think people misconstrue this as being religious i don't think religion and spirituality is one and the same i think you can be a spiritual person and be in touch with why things are happening as opposed to one higher being doing it, if that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. You know, because there's so many different religions and so many different spiritual practices out there. You know, I was raised a Catholic. I'm sorry, Catholic. I was... <laughs> I was not raised a Catholic. I was raised a Lutheran. And one thing I have begun to realize is... That sometimes in life, things just happen, you they know? Do. Sometimes bad things happen to good people, and it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I believe that spiritually, if you're connected with what's going on, and you believe that everything happens for a reason, you know, um, it does make things easier eventually, when you start to believe that, that, you know, what I went through will help me and further my, my life into greater things. Um, spirituality is actually sometimes hard to talk about Mm because you don't like know exactly. It is very personal. Mm -hmm. Like, like religion, spirituality, it's a hard thing to put your thumb on you know mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to grasp sometimes because like I can talk about spirituality in my own words but I think that a lot of spirituality is something that's not spoken 
You know, Good it's point. if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. It's actions. It's beliefs. It's a whole lot of things. Let's just say. I want to read more. <laughs> I want to read more books about spirituality. What Sounds it means like to be plan. spiritual. Because I like spirituality. I have a sister and she constantly Inspire. gets me. Well, yes, inspires me. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But she gets me to read certain spirituality. She's very spiritual. And she does a lot of spiritual things. And I want to be more involved. You know? I do know that I am what you call a light worker. From what I've been told, it just means that it's someone put on this earth to help, mm-hmm. you know, spread word about just good things. Keeping the faith. Keeping the faith. In there. Yeah. It's just someone who's here to do good, mm-hmm. really. And I think, like, as mental health goes, I think that really helps with knowing that you have a purpose. I believe I have a purpose. I have a purpose here, you know? But why would I, why would I be here if I didn't have a purpose? Obviously, I have a purpose. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think a lot of people find that hard to grasp, you know? It's because it's not something everyone wants to believe. They want to believe they're just here because science, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is not a bad thing, but I believe in science. Mm -hmm. I like chemistry and biology. I'm here because science, because my parents, because whatever happened, (laughs) yeah, biology, (laughs) (laughs) biology happened there, (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) but uh, yeah, so Spiritually, I could say that I'm spiritual. Yes. In my own way. Yes, you are. Yeah. I have spiritual beliefs. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Very. Very, yeah. These whole, this whole mental health thing is a curious thing. So if you guys plan on listening to me more, I have an episode next week coming because that's just...